This is the Rush Hour NRL Preview. Well, this is new and exciting. Sturlo, hello. <laughs> hello, Dan. The season is finally upon us. Well, uh, this is take two for this podcast because I called you, I tried to call your number. I'm in Brisbane for the game and uh, I forgot the O2. So I don't know if that's a bad omen for the uh, for the show. I mean, you've sent me a landline and I've called and I've spoken to someone not of uh, not with English as their first language, and I thought, geez, that's unusual. Um, that's unusual. I, I, you know, I don't know if Stolo's got a cleaner, but uh... no, no, well, well, I do, but it's it's generally me. Um, <laughs> and and the good the good news is that with that as a start, this show can only get, get better. better. Um, and I have no idea what a podcast is, so let's get into it. Mate, it is so hot here. It is, um, I got off the plane and, and it's, it's like a punch in the face. And I, and I thought, oh, geez, maybe I'm just a bit of a wimp. And the building out the front near, near where I'm staying says 31 degrees. And I thought, oh, it must be me. It, 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 mate, I went out a couple of minutes ago, 36. Well... Are you sure that it wasn't a, a proper punch in the face because uh, you are north of the border and, and they can smell out a, a, a New South Welshman fairly quickly? I love Queensland. I love Queenslanders. <laughs> now, is this going to affect the, uh, the South Sydney side, do you think? Uh, tough conditions. They were, they were in the freezing cold of England not that long ago and um, that was the one thing they came across with those World Club Challenge games was they Corey Parkland, you had to kick the goal to win the game. He wasn't concerned about the pressure of the kick. He was concerned about feeling his toes, <laughs> being, being able to kick the football. So um, that's, that's a little tick, I suppose, in the Brisbane box as to um, if they're looking for any kind of, of edge going into this game against the reigning premiers. Now, I should point out, um, because this is the first one, uh, first podcast, we are doing this with a skew, uh, unashamed, uh, of trying to make money. Uh, I'm trying to uh, have a, a win on the punt. So if, if that's not your thing, if you, if you don't like the gambling aspect, then, then I, I would suggest that while this might be a fun conversation, this podcast is probably not for you. But, Sturlo, what we're going to do is um, uh, pick against uh, the start. So, you know, you see everyone that tips, they always tip the winner or they try and tip the winner, and, that, and that's perfectly fine. Yep. But But this is... I spent a bit of time in America, and they all tip against the line. And, and what that does, it, it means it's very easy to read the score. If the bloke has tipped six more winners than he has losers, then you know he's in front. Whereas here, you could tip 70%, but if you're tipping all favourites, you mightn't be in front. So this is just an easier way to um, work out to keep score here, Sturlo, and just to do it a little bit differently. Well, Dan, you're preaching to the converted here. I, I love it. When it is the bottom line is the punt, yes, and uh, I I am very adept at looking at it through those kind of glasses. Now our uh, our um, uh, gambling establishment of choice is Sportsbet, so we're getting all our odds from Sportsbet, and uh, check out their website. There's plenty of specials, and uh, in fact, there's a couple of good ones this week, including uh, if your team is in front at half time and loses, you get your head your head to head bet back up to 100 bucks and the five leg multi if one leg fails you get your money back up to 100 bucks now that's down right down my alley because I like having little amounts trying to win a big amount and it's so frustrating when you get four out of five or five out of six but anyway this game tonight Sterler, uh south dollar 67 Brisbane 225 but the start is uh, south minus two and a half 
I think that's skinny in, in favour of South Sydney. I would have expected Brisbane to be getting more of an advantage going into this game. Uh, it looks so much expectation for the home side. The, the return of Wayne Bennett has almost been described as, as the second coming. Is that religious or something? I, I'm <laughs> assuming it is. Um, but I, look, South Sydney, reigning premiers, they've been absolutely fantastic through the pre-season, um, going and winning the nines, and they took out the Charity Shield, albeit through a draw, and they were fantastic in the north of England. So now their confidence has to be up. They fielded a very, very strong side once again. And there's a question mark on, on Brisbane. Uh, as I say, the expectation is going to be huge at Suncorp for this game. I think the players will feel that to some degree. Uh, I like the two and a half. Um, that South are giving away. I think they'll cover that fairly comfortably. Okay, yeah, me too. Uh, and you got to remember South. Remember how hot it was in the grand final, and the heat didn't seem to bother them then. I know they, they've been, just been in England, but the team that um, the teams uh, that, that win the comp, their problem seems to be at the back end of the next season. They always tend to start, for the most part, they start the season well. I think Manly had a rough start a few years ago, but aside from that, they tend to start pretty well. So. Um, I'm with you uh, on South. What do you think of Brisbane's team um, in general? It's a lot of experience. They average 110 games per player in this 17-man squad. I guess the ironic thing is that it wasn't that long ago they had six specialist fullbacks to choose from. Uh, In the end, they've gone in with a makeshift one in Jordan Carhu tonight, who is a very, very good young player. But it's, it's funny how things turn out. Uh, look, there's, there's experience there with the likes of Parker and Friday. Uh, Wayne Bennett has actually got rid of some big men. Uh, he's moved on Ben Hannon, mm-hmm. uh, David Haller, Martin Kennedy, and he's gone for uh, a different build, I suppose, that the, the Adam Blair time. Uh, James Gave, I think, could be a very good buy for them. Um, I think they lack a little bit of size, and I, as I said earlier, I've got a question mark over Brisbane. I'm doubtful at this moment before a ball is kicked that they have finals football in them. Okay. And if they don't, they're going to struggle with the reigning Premiers first up. Okay, so uh, that's tonight's game. Tomorrow, this is one of the tightest betting games of the weekend. You've got Parramatta Manly. Uh, Parramatta plus one and a half at the line, and the over-under is 40 and a half. The over-under in the first game, by the way, Brisbane South is 40. The over-under here is 40 and a half. There's one over-under later I'm going to be all over, but... Uh, Okay, Parramatta have got the start here. Look at Manly's side, Sturlo. No Matai, no Bura, no Starling, no Tafua. Uh, blokes like Blake Leary, bit of an unknown. Back, we are right there. We've got a fax going off, Sturlo. Uh, that was uh, my mobile, and, and it just actually had your name on it, Dan Ganane, calling now. I knew that. I didn't need that information. I shall turn it off. That was very unprofessional of me. <laughs> well, this is the podcast. It doesn't matter. You could be unprofessional. Uh, so, all right, this game tomorrow, Parramatta, Manly. Parramatta, there aren't too many blokes missing. This is uh, close to as good as they've got. Yeah, I'm taking the start here. Um, on, on that front, I think Kenny Edwards would be the only one maybe pushing mm. for a, a run-on in this Parramatta side, but that's where they have a, a heap of of talent and, and experience now with Anthony Watmo there. You know I'm a huge rap on Tepai Moroa. I think he's the next big thing. Uh, and Manly, uh, you, you point out that they have got players missing. And again, it just hasn't been a, a good lead-in. The, the speculation over their two halves can't can't be good. Uh, Steve Maddai is a big, big loss. I know that young Clinton Gutherson is a, he's a quality player, but he's not Steve Maddai. Um, and you know, a guy like Willie, Willie Mason has been called into the run on side. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get out of a, a bloke like Willie. So yeah. I think uh, there's no Jared Hayne. We know that. 
I think it will be the making of Will Hopawate this year. I think fullback is his best position. Uh, if they can cover the centre spot now, and yes. I, you know, Bo, Bo Champion is 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 very good. Um, had fitness concerns of late, but I think he'll step in there nicely. Uh, one and a half appeals to me. I think they can win the game, so I'm taking any start I can get. Okay. Uh, now, jeez, uh, we've agreed on the first two games. This is an inauspicious start for a Stella. That'll turn. That'll change. <laughs> now, did you ever have a, a daily Cherry Evans situation where you were being courted? You would have been courted. You're one of the greats. Um, and it may have affected your play? No. No. Look, things were <laughs> things were different back in the prehistoric age, Dan. Um there were there weren't the, the biting salary cap issues that the the, the clubs and that now have, uh, so it was very easy for a successful side like the one I played in, which which won three competitions in a row, to stay together because there wasn't the lure necessarily elsewhere. I did get a big offer to go uh, to one other club, and again, ironically, that just happened to be the, the Manly Seagulls. Um, but outside of that, no. We, if you have a look through the side that I played in and was successful, successful in, the same names are there. So uh, this is it, it is it is new. It is something that clubs will have to deal with because you pay for your success these days. If uh, you know if you are successful, your players become worth more money, and that makes them harder to keep. How close were you to going? No, no. I I was happy where I was. We were winning competitions. I liked the people I played with. There was no reason for me to go, and I figured in the end, you know, that the money was was the only attraction, and you lose half of that in tax anyway. I was better off where I was. But please tell me you went back to Parramatta and said, "Look, I've got this offer for Manly. Can you slightly bump up what you're giving me?" Dan, I'll tell you how bad a negotiator I was. I, I nearly went into meetings like that, offering to give them money to allow me to stay. <laughs> uh, it'd be different today. Trust me. I tried one of those tricks once very early and uh, it nearly cost me my job. They found out what I was doing and they said, if you ever do this again, we're going to let you off once because you're young. If you ever do this again, you will never work in this company again. Yeah, you've just got to know when to test the waters. Newcastle, New Zealand Warriors, that is Saturday afternoon, uh, 4.30. Knights are $1.97, $1.83 Warriors. Uh, Again, skinny start. One and a half Newcastle. And the over-under, this is one, I'm climbing all over here, Sturlo, 42 and a half, I think it'll be way over, uh, it, warm conditions, I think the Knights might be a, a scoring team this year, but what do you reckon in terms of the game? Well, they weren't a scoring team last year, no. but I, I like what I see from Newcastle this year, and I think Rick Stane will have a very positive effect on this team, and... If there's one side that needs the community behind them and the the fans, the faithful, it is the Newcastle Knights. I think they lost that to some degree. It will be back with with Rick Stone. So significantly, this game is at home. And I think Newcastle are going to be very, very tough to beat on their own turf. Uh, The Warriors, we know, habitually don't travel well. Uh, On their day, they can beat anybody. They don't have enough of those days for mine. Again, they feel a very strong lineup, uh, certainly strengthened by Ryan Hoffman. I think he's just the kind of forwards that the Warriors need. But again, uh, when I'm in doubt, when I'm looking at a close start as we are here, I look at the the home ground and I I go for the start in that situation. So all of that favours Newcastle, who could not fit Sione Matautia in their starting 17. So they've got some depth. Yeah, I, I just have this memory of the Warriors that they were beaten, I think, a couple of times by Parramatta in the first round. 
when Parramatta were okay, but not world beaters, and they, they blew the Warriors out of the water. I've just got this memory of the Warriors starting really badly in Australia. So I'm with you. I'm on, on the Knights there. Gold Coast Tigers. This is the mystery game. Titans, $2.50. Tigers, $1.53. Over under 42.5. Uh, the start, 5.5 in favour of the home side. Yeah, that's only just shy of a converted try, and that's not that much in today's game. And yeah, this is the $64 million question as to what we're going to see from the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the trials and tribulations that they have had in recent weeks, the, the, the dark cloud that hangs over the club at the moment, yeah, it's far from ideal. Uh, I guess the West Tiger side, who has a new coach in Jason Taylor, when I say new, he's not a rookie, he's got 89 games under his belt, and he's already taken two clubs to finals football, and that was Parramatta when he took over from Brian Smith. And South Sydney in 2007 which was the first time Souths had been in the final since 1989. So there's a bit of a track record there for Jason Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I like the youth aspect of the Tigers. Um, you know, there's some wonderful young players coming through. Uh, but, you know, they've got Chris Lyons, they've got Pat Richards, Robbie Farrer, Keith Galloway there just to, to provide that experience. Look, I, I think you've got to go with the West Tigers because there's just too many question marks over yeah. the Titans and the only way I'd be considering the Titans is if they were getting much more than five and a half. Yeah, is it just me, or are these starts really skinny? Uh, for, I'm, they with, are. I'm with you. I'm on the Tigers because you get the feeling maybe in the first round there might be some blowouts. You know, uh, I think history says that. Um, I mean, look at South and the Roosters the last couple of years, two very close teams, but the team that won has ended up winning comfortably. Speaking of the Roosters, what a game! This is probably the match of the round, actually. Saturday night. 9 p.m. New South Wales, 8 p.m. Uh, Queensland. And the Cowboys are the favourites, $1.70 to two fifteen. Again, skinny start. So you're basically looking at whoever you think will win. You'll, you'll take them, I'm, I'm thinking, Sterlo. Two and a half to start for the Roosters. Well, the last time these sides met, the margin was one. And what a game that was. The Roosters led 30-0 in finals football and got back to 30-all and snuck home 31-30 in somewhat controversial circumstances. So... Uh, I'd love to see something like that again between these two clubs. Uh, look, my early tip to win the competition is the North Queensland side. I think that the window of opportunity is getting smaller. They have to win a title with Jonathan Thurston in their ranks. And, you know, he's closer to the end of his career than he is the beginning. So, you know, they, they need to take advantage of what they've got. It's a very good football team. But they come up against something similar in the Roosters, who were unable to defend their title last season. But I see them as one of the main players this year. I'm, I'm taking the start. Uh, again, it's one of those situations where very little between the, t- the sides. Uh, two and a half. Uh, you know, with Jonathan First in the side kicking yeah. some goals, although James Malone will answer him in kind there, I just think I go to home side with the start. Yeah, Jake Friend out is enough for, for me. So, again, we agree. This is very concerning. Yeah. Uh, and the, I might have to go back and reconsider some of these, but I, we'll keep going and see if it changes. Do you think the under-overs a bit short, a bit low? 40 points in hot weather, and the last time they played, there were 61 points in that final. Yeah, look, I've, the Roosters at their best don't give up many points. And that's, I suppose when I look at a, a 40 start there, I can kind of understand it more in this game than, than others. Uh, now, we, yeah, we don't know. We've got a blank canvas that we're starting with here in game one. So... Yeah, we, we have no exposed form, um, but I'm going on what I've seen from the Roosters in the past. When they play their best footy, they're only conceding 6 or 12 uh, on banking that they're going to be ready to go for this one. Now, Sunday Arvo, I hope they get a big crowd here. Pen- Penrith Canterbury, uh, they must get a big crowd. It's a, a major event, and Penrith 
They're not the favourites, though. They're $2. Canterbury, a dollar eighty. No Michael Ennis these days. Michael Leisha slots in. You've got Brett Morris at fullback, so it's a different-looking side. Penrith, remember all last year they just had players, uh, player after player injured. Well, they're pretty much full strength here. Who are they missing? Josh Mansour, Nigel Plum. So, okay, a couple of significant outs, but this is a very good-looking side. I cannot believe they're not the favourites. One and a half the start. Yeah, they were top four last year, the Panthers. Uh, and they are at home. Um, but they're against the Canterbury side that uh, just, has, uh, just has the ability to, to get them off to a good start, uh, to, to be up for big games. And this is certainly one of those. Uh, there's plenty to like about both teams. Uh, I am going against the start on this occasion. I'm going to take the, the Bulldogs. I think they will finish higher on the ladder than the Panthers this year. And I know that these kind of comments will come back to haunt me at some stage. But uh, Brett Morris is a huge addition to the Bulldogs. Uh, they've got a very settled look about them. Mm. Um, some, James Graham takes over the, the, the leadership with Michael Ennis having moved on. Some big men around him. Um, I, I just I, I feel as though if any team is going to start the season well based on what we've seen in the past, it's the Dogs. But we saw in the grand final um, how much they missed Michael Ennis. Now, obviously, they've had a full off-season and they've got this young kid, Michael Leisha, uh, I didn't see much of him last year. We didn't do too many Cronulla games. Uh, do you think he has got the goods? And when I say got the goods, I mean the goods now. He's tall for a, a, a dummy half, um, but he's, he's quick out of there. And one thing that will play in his favour, I think, Dan, is the fact that there's this new rule interpretation where players have to simultaneously release and get out of the way. Now, this is going to open up the dummy half running like we haven't seen in a long, long time. Isaac Luke is licking his lips. Uh, I spoke to Cameron Smith last night. He's expecting to be running the football much more than he ever has. I think Michael Leisha will really appreciate that. Mm. But he'll also appreciate the simple game plan that Des Hasler has for this footy team. Leisha will either pick the ball up and run when there's space in front of him, or he will throw the ball to the likes of James Graham, first receiver, Trent uh, Hodkinson, first receiver, and work off that. He's going to have a simple game plan. I think his introduction to first grade for the Dogs will be very comfortable. Okay, so here we finally have something different. Penrith for me, Dogs for you at the start. Uh, Cronulla versus Canberra. Uh, this is 6.30 on Sunday, and this is the shortest price favourite of the weekend. The Sharks at $1.42, Canberra two ninety, and the start is at 7.5. I'll put my hand up. I'm taking the Raiders because I don't know if the Sharks can blow them out of the water. Well, it's the biggest start of all eight games. Um, the Canberra side have struggled in recent times. In my opinion, Cronulla will be the big improvers. Uh, wooden Spurners, I, I think that they will play, they'll play top eight football this year. If you look through their, their best 17, it's up there. They've recruited beautifully in recent seasons, and that's complemented this year by Ben Barber joining. I think he'll be successful in the halves. Michael Ennis comes on. We've spoken about him and the influence that he can have. And they've got a lot of players back from, from injury. The likes of Tupo off the bench, didn't play a lot of footy last year. Jared Boole is a Kiwi international in the centres. They've got a very, very strong 17. And when you've got a, a state of origin type fullback at the back in Michael Gordon, it just complements it all. I, I, I don't know about the Raiders. I think Mitch Cornish is going to be a, a very good addition to their side. They've been screaming out for a halfback for a while now. I think he's a good young player, but his combination with Blake Austin in the halves will take a while to develop. I'm, I think the Sharks can give up seven and a half, and I see points in them. Okay. All right. Even with these untried Barber-Robson combo. You love uh, Robson, don't you? You've always been a big fan. Well, it doesn't really matter that I love him. I know that the Cronulla players love him. 
and that's the most important thing because he's he's a steady player. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. He's he's happy to take on responsibility. Uh, he's prepared to, to take a hit or run the footy instead of setting someone up for a dump. He kicks the ball quite well. He's an easy player to play alongside, and that's why Ben Barber coming to a new club into a new position uh, compared to what he's played the bulk of his NRL career at. Uh, he's going to be made much more easier by the number seven alongside. What about Valentine Holmes? Didn't even make the 17 for the Sharks. No, but he will. He'll, he'll be in the 17 at some stage. Yeah. They've gone for Fecky and, and another really good recruit. Mitch Brown played some great footy at, at, at the Bulldogs. Uh, so he's a, he's a quality player coming. Well, doesn't carry a profile uh, like some others in the game. But again, you know what you're going to get from him. He's a, he's a tall player. He's a, he's a player to kick towards because he's great in the air. Um, the recruitment from the Sharks is second to none. And I, I, I see seven and a half not being too much of a hurdle okay. for them. All right, we both agree, though. We think they'll win. Uh, last game, Monday night, Dragons-Melbourne. Now, this market didn't change all that much when Cam Smith was named. Uh, $1.74 Melbourne, two ten the Dragons. The game's at Cogra. The start, minus 2.0, and the over under 38.5. Who's getting the, who's getting the start? Uh, Melbourne is giving two points. Okay. Well, I'm going for possibly an upset, I suppose, if it's deemed that way, but I like the Dragons. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that first up against a Melbourne side that has lost a quarter of their big four in Ryan Hoffman, their leading try scorer from last year in Sisawonga, and a guy like Justin O'Neill, who I think could be one of the buyers of the season for North Queensland if they can keep him on the paddock. Um, look, Cameron Smith, one stage we thought he was going to be out for the first four weeks of the competition. I know Monday football has helped him uh, in, in being able to get back for this one, but there's got to be a little bit of a question mark about his ankle. Uh, yeah, the Dragons, I, I think... I, I know it's a skinny start. I'd like a little bit more than two, but if I think they can win the game... I'm happy to take two. Okay. And I'm on, on the Melbourne Storm. I um, uh, saw the Dragons in the Charity Shield. Not that that's a great guide, but um, they still seem rather limited. Um, and the Melbourne side, uh, Dale Finucane's a good buy for them. Uh, one of those solid blokes that Craig Bellamy loves in his side. Uh, you know, Bromwich up front, Proctor, Harris. It's a, it's a pretty solid team. The only question for me really is Blake Green. How's he going to meld with Cronk? That's been their problem, hasn't it, for the last couple of years, getting a 5-8 for Cooper Cronk? Yeah, well, Gareth Whitter was a huge loss there. You could understand why the Dragons pursued him so so earnestly. And, and Brett Finch did a job there as well. Um, I spoke to Cameron Smith last night, and he said Blake Green has been training the house down. And he'll do well under Bellamy. Players do. But he's never cracked it in the NRL before, and he's had you know, a few opportunities. And coming from three or four seasons in the English Super League is vastly different to uh, stepping into a halves role in the NRL competition. You've got Kurt Mann in the centres. Um, again, a young player doesn't have a lot of first-grade experience. Young Tonema Payer on the wing. Mm. Uh, some, it's, a, it's a little bit of a new-look Melbourne side with those players gone. Still strong, um, but I, I think the Dragons can get the job done. Uh, I think we should also heed this warning, Sterlo. Don't go hard with your betting in the first week. Because no. honestly, we don't know how a lot of these teams are going to melt. But if look, you go on, to, to be honest, that applies to the first say six weeks. Yeah, they're, they're, we will see um, a, a lot of fluctuation in the opening month and a half of the competition, um, and then it will settle into a rhythm, and we'll have a much better idea. But uh, there's still some value here. Uh, as I say, if you like a team and they're getting start, 
that's the time to swoop. Still, still, I, I can withhold having a punt for a week. Don't have me not punt for six weeks, for goodness sake. Well, there's, there's a bit of desperation in that comment, Dan. <laughs> you and I need to go and have please, a serious gamble talk us, somewhere. Please, as we always say, gamble responsibly. Lock of the week. If you were to come up with a lock of the week, because we've got a fancy sound effect, who would you who would you say is your lock of the week? Um, look, look, I like. I, I'm going to go for a, an unders and overs for something that I like first up, yeah. and that's that's the Cronulla Canberra game, forty-one and a half. I think there'll be more than forty-one and a half scored in that game. Okay. Uh, because I do see some more points in the um, the Cronulla side this year than possibly in the past. My lock. Individual game, I'm going for Newcastle against the Warriors, the Knights getting one and a half. Okay, and I will go. Uh, I think the 42 and a half over under is there to be taken. Knights and Warriors, I, I like the over. Um, last year they only played once, it was 38 18 Warriors, but I just have this feeling, Sterler, that the Knights are going to really have some freedom. Uh, with the ball this year that they mightn't yeah. have had over the last couple of years. And the Warriors, well, they either score plenty or they concede plenty. So um, I'm happy to go with that. And I like South. I'm going to go yeah. with what I know, Sturlow. And I know that South Sydney, um, you know what you're going to get with him. Brisbane, we don't know. So I'm quite happy to go South minus two and a half. That's my lock of the week. Yeah, I'm happy to go with that. I like getting a stake early, then we're betting with their money, so let's get a little bit tonight. <laughs> All right, that's it. We've done our first podcast, Erlo. Uh, your, your podcast virginity has been broken. Thank you very much, Dan. It wasn't anywhere, it wasn't painful. It, it wasn't, wasn't quite sure what to expect. I still don't know what it is, but uh, you've taken me through it very comfortably. I appreciate it. You were gentle with me. Thank you. With that imagery in mind, we say goodbye. <laughs> we'll do this. I think we're going to do this every Thursday. Uh, tonight's a weird one. This week's a weird week because of the Thursday night game, but I think we'll aim to put this up um, every Thursday, Arvo. So well, there we we'll go. Have, we'll have enough information on Thursdays. We'll know the teams. Yeah. Um, we'll have a pretty good idea of what's coming up, so I don't think that's too early and um, gives us a little bit of a time to sit back and, and take it all in as well. All right. Our thanks to Sportsbet for their help with this, and please gamble responsibly. We'll talk to you next week.